Hello and welcome to another episode of Drivel. The automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular petrol heads. We are your hosts, I'm Mo. And I'm O, the pro. Is it, that can't be a regular thing. It is. It just sounds shit. Yes, it is. But, but this is true though, I am. I am the pro, whereas you're just, as you, you shit, half the shit ain't working today, so this is probably going to go wrong as well. No, it's all working fine now. Is it apart from you saying, oh, I can't hear anything, I can't hear anything? No, I can hear it now, I just changed the setting. Okay. I don't know what a setting, okay, so don't ask me what a setting. There we go. Case, case in point. Let's move on. What? Can we, shall we start appealing for sound engineers now? Because <laughs> yeah. at some point in the show, we're going to have to appeal for help. Yeah, once we start making money. No, no, we're not going to pay them. We've already started. Hey, if I'm not fucking getting paid, why would we pay you? You don't do, listen, the, sh- the shit you do is too shit to get paid. We've established this well along a few episodes ago. All right? You got a long way back up to climb. <sighs> so you've rendered me speechless. Exactly. I'm upset. I'm sad. Man. But it's alright, look, you st- I'm still letting you do it with me, so... <laughs> You're still letting me do it with exactly. you. Exactly. Oh, fine. That's, I, that's quite easily so, I could quite easily go on this solo. Oh, okay, could you? So, yeah, yeah. Actually... No, don't worry, guys, I'm not going to let him go solo. <laughs> actually, there's some work for you to do, actually. Had some feedback on the logo. Some feedback on the logo? Yeah, I yeah. didn't make the logo, by the way. We outsourced that. The one thing that was outsourced. Is it? Okay, well, yeah. you, you approved it, didn't you? Yes. Well, okay. We well, both approved it. Yeah. We were sent three samples. And that, that was the best one. Yeah, that's true, actually. But actually, no, a point that someone I know made was actually, they said, um, so on, the, on on where the podcasts are hosted and you see them, obviously, he said, um, it, a, a lot of it is quite a visual. And all, they said, that, you know, the logo we bought, it's, it's a little bit like just plain. Yeah. So he's saying, like, if you could just put some colour or something and make it pop out so that when people search for something, they, they see it and then they can click on it from that as well. Okay, feedback noted. I mean, I'm not sure that's going to make any difference to the popularity of the podcast. We'll try well, it. Could do, yeah, we'll try it. I'm saying, because you see a lot of the stuff on there. I don't what? know, just make it a bit more, because it's just black and white at the moment, isn't it, I guess? It is just black and white. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I don't know how you can make a fuel gauge anymore. Colourful. Colourful. You could add red to it. Something add red, add an orange petrol light on it. Oh, that's a bit much then, isn't it, really? No, but that, that could relate to you and how poor you are with the... With what? With the um, technical stuff, isn't it? How would a orange fuel... Oh, right, okay. Because you keep messing it up, isn't it, on reserve? Maybe. Look, if there's anyone out there listening who, um, I don't know, is in, say, into graphic design, knows how to add, like, red and orange to a very basic uh, picture, diagram, logo, then feel free to reach out. You can find us at Drivel Podcast on Instagram, or you can email us. Shit, I forgot about our email address, actually. Have you you ever checked it? Have you ever had Um, an email come from What is it? Is it... Drivel podcast. Me, I can, 20, drivel. I'm going to have to go into my it's, emails it's, it's now. It's something gmail.com. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a Gmail account. It is drivelpodcast2020 at gmail.com. That's no, no, seamless. No. I'm going to check it right now, actually. Um, we've got lots of notifications actually, you know what? from Verbal and Pandora. That's another uh, hosting site app thing oh, okay. that we're on. So the, the podcast is actually available everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. It's, I'm pretty sure we are now on Actually, Amazon you know as well now. Looking through on, look, I'm looking on um, the, the store now, and you know what? A lot of the stuff is like... Colourful. Yeah. I know, yeah. But, but we're good. We could, we could do some artwork with your face. Why would we do that? Because people seem to have their faces on here. Yeah, no, we're not going to oh, do the that. Oh, the Illuminati's on here. We are not going to, uh, we're not going to do what somebody else has done. And stuck their massive, disgusting, idiotic face. Oh yeah, as their and, as their. Logo. And they've only got three episodes that are like twenty yeah, minutes long. Yeah, exactly. And then and then complain because the names are slightly similar. Even, we, even can, though, we, can, can we go into that now? Can we go into? I don't know. Can we? Surely. Oh, I mean, this. Are you guys, look, you guys have probably seen it yourself anyway. The twat's got three episodes, man. That's it. 
Well, yeah. After telling us to like change your name because people are going to get confused. One day we will go into it properly. All right. One All day right. we will go into it properly. Can you put your phone on silent, please? No, I can't because I'm working. What do you mean you're working? Working on what? On, my, on the business. What business? You're recording the podcast right now. I know we said last week yeah, that this is not actually side, work. This, but I, I still, don't have just one side hustle. There's loads of side hustles. You can still put your phone on silent. I mean, no, if you're I, not going to pay attention to me and look at your phone, you can still put it on silent. Listen, I, 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 my attention is going to be diverted today because there's a few things I'm looking at here. What are you looking at? What are you doing? Buying Tell cars. Us. You're buying cars? Yeah, trading. Oh, okay. How is this going? the auctions. Oh, mate. I did think it was going a bit poorly, but it's all right. It's, get, it's, it's getting a bit better now. Well, why? What made you think it was going poorly? You didn't buy anything or sell anything? No, no. Actually, oh, the Astro Van's gone. Yeah, I know the Astro Van. How many of these that, have you sold now? Mate, do you know what? I think I've sold about six of them. Wow, quite the reputation as, as a seller and, of Astro Vans. And you know the funny thing is? Yeah? <laughs> quite the reputation as a seller of Astro Vans. Do you get me? But the funny thing is, I use... I use Facebook as a shit medium. I just put it on there. It's just another way of advertising. It's free, right? isn't it? Never, it's free. And I've actually sold one on Facebook, to be fair. Okay. Sold one on Facebook. But the thing is, when you put stuff on Facebook... Has someone tried to trade you a 42-inch Panasonic TV for No, I haven't had that yet. I haven't had that. I've had a, I've had a lawnmower, though. You've had a lawnmower? Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, they're pretty much exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing, isn't it? Riding on lawn, lawnmower. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the thing with Facebook twice is they seem to think... Or as soon as you put something up for sale... Oh, I sold mine for half that price last year and it only had like this much miles in it. I goes, well, then you're the twat for selling it for that much, aren't you? Oh, but I bought one for this much and it only had this on there. I was like, well, lucky you then. I'm selling it for this much. Fuck off. So this van that I had, actually, I had it advertised that I had to advertise it for four and a half. Put it on Facebook and obviously they came, oh, yeah, I bought mine for less than this. I bought mine for less than that. So I was standard response I was giving to them was like, you know, those clap emojis. Yeah. Every time I say, so I just put clap emojis to them, clap emojis to them. I didn't respond with nothing. <laughs> you were you were applauding their yeah. previous buying. I was and like, selling. well done, congratulations if you bought it. For, fine. How does that bother me? Yeah. It doesn't affect what I'm selling. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So carry on. And then some guy was like, oh yeah, I guess there's no harm in dreaming this now. I was like, alright, cool. Dreaming about an Astrovan? About me selling it for what I want to sell it oh, for. Oh, okay, fine. Um, you dream, are you? And I think that day or the next day, some guy was text. So some guy was texting me about it. And I never take texters seriously, to be fair. I'm like, if you say, he goes, like, I'm really interested, serious about the van. I'm like, if you're serious, you can call me and stuff. But he was texting me on my dealer phone, which is like, it's a <laughs> nightmare to reply. And I hate texting on that thing, right? Is it is it a QWERTY keyboard or is it with the old school one to nine digits? Mate, I just said it's a dealer phone. Which dealer had a QWERTY keyboard? This is true. They were like the basic Nokias with like everything on there. This isn't even a Nokia. I don't know what this is. So when you say dealer, you don't mean car dealer? No, 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 I don't mean party, no. I mean like a Brum dealer phone. Oh, right. Yeah. Something like your brother or cousin Why are you attacking with. Birmingham for? Well, it's just, you it's, it's, said it's a, just an easy stereotype, isn't it? You could have said pharmacist. Pharm- no, street no. pharmacist. Street ph- Yeah, I could have, but that would have been giving him too much respect. <laughs> so anyway, so he's texting me now, like this and this and that. So he texts me, he's like, I'm, if, I, I, he's like I'll, I'll put a deposit down and stuff like that. I was like, all right, fine, put a deposit down, non-refundable deposit, and that's it. And then I'll take it off the market for you. So I didn't hear anything from from that day, and I was like, oh, great, yeah, he's gone now, anyway. anyway. So then uh, I have my phone on silent most of the time, anyway, so I checked it apart later. Apart from now when you're recording podcasts. Apart from now when I'm recording podcasts. Yeah. Like when I said, you're actually I'm trying to sell something, I'm business doesn't at the same time, yeah, yeah. That, that brings in money, this doesn't. Yeah, but that's all my right? point. You left your phone on silent while someone, you were trying to sell someone a, a, a van. But you can't put your phone on yeah, silent. I, I know that shit's going to sell like hotcakes, mate. You know what I mean? There's no rush. Um, so then he messaged me the next day. He goes, Oh, mate, I want to put that deposit down. I was like, Oh, it's safe. Send him the message, send him the stuff. He put a deposit down, £300 non refundable deposit. 
came down on a, on Sunday just gone. Looked at the van. He didn't even want to take. He, he didn't want. He just wanted to take it around the block. I was like, no, 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 mate. Get it, drive it. As long as it's not broken, you you're gonna buy it. But I'd rather you drive it. We'll go down a little Jew carriageway, drive it, see before you want it. Took it, drove it, paid me the money, off he went, happy days. And then I went straight back onto Facebook and said, fuck you very much, I've just sold it for what I was asking for. <laughs> Did they so send you a clapping the emoji? You're the dickhead who sold your car for half of what I sold it for. Did they give you a clapping emoji? Oh, I don't know. I think they, I think they blocked me off the forum. Oh, did they? Okay. Mm. But now, picked up something nice, actually. Got a nice little Audi convertible. Oh, yes, Audi I A4 saw that. Yeah, you're going to be seeing it a lot closer as well. Yeah. Because it needs a fucking clean. <laughs> so, that's, so hang on. You don't, you don't pay me for everything that I do on Drivel, and now you're going to employ me as a detailer. Listen, I'll give you rates. I'll give you 25 quid. 25 quid? That's how much they charge for it in and out. That's how much my medical expenses are going to be just to get rid of all of the germs I'm going to have. No, that's yeah, how much paracetamol listen, I'll need to buy. Wear a mask. The mask. The mask ban hasn't lifted yet. Wear a mask when you're doing it. There's masks you're on done. the floor of that car, which worry me. Yeah, that might be more mine. So don't don't use those ones. Listen, it's fine. It's just got a little bit. It needs a bit of touch up on the paint and stuff. The interior needs cleaning out. I mean, uh, that's an understatement. That's your listen. That's your that's listen. You're a pro when it comes to tidying up cars, cleaning, washing, polishing them. You are a pro. That's the one thing you can do. That's the one thing I can there do. What you gonna do on the weekend? Nothing. <laughs> I love how you assume I have no life outside you of don't. recording drivel. You don't. You make your mates every weekend. That's it. That's done for a year. <laughs> you ain't going to catch up again, are you? No, but I might want to spend And you said they were uni mates. You only catch up with your uni mates once a year. I'm, That's it. I might want to spend time with my family. They won't want to spend time with you, mate. <laughs> they don't want to spend time with you, mate. Trust me. So get there. Polish it up. Listen, give the interior a nice little clean and that. You know the armrest inside is a bit grubby. So You mean the broken armrest? The broken armrest, but there's someone in Birmingham that's breaking them. Obviously, they want gold for them, but we'll, we'll sort them out later. But um, tidy up the inside. If we're going to replace the armrest, why am I cleaning the fucking thing? Oh, we could replace it, but the thing is, why, why pour money? We're trying to maximise our profits here, isn't it? Our profits. I'm, I don't yeah. see any of this. I'm just being used to save I'll give you 35 quid. <laughs> there you go. Find me any car wash you can go that charges 35 quid. None of them. I'll give you above market rates. You can't argue with that. That's a, I can argue with that. There are plenty deal. of car washes that charge way more than £35. If you took that car to any reputable detailer, they would charge you 10 times that. Well, it's not my fault you haven't got a reputation yet, is it? <laughs> yeah, listen, do this one. This mate. one's gleaming. I'll give you a fucking reputation. I'll put your Google review on for you, mate. Oh, thank you very much. I don't yeah. have, it's not a business of mine. It's a hobby. To be fair, on the picture's a little bit deceiving. I thought it was good, but when I turned it, I I won't say it's a shit, it just needs a good tidy up and I can't be arsed. I've done, I've done all the vans and that now, so I need to hand it off to someone else. So there you go. Fine, all right, anyway. <clears throat> Don't complain, because you're giving me that fucking mocker. It's not a mocker, it's a Crossland X. Is it a Crossland X? Yeah. But anyway, don't complain. I just picked up another, I picked up something decent I've got to pick up on Friday. Actually, you can come with me on Friday to pick up, I need another driver. Right, so I am also your chauffeur, as well as your detailer. I'll drive. How are you going to drive two cars? I'll drive home? up and then you can drive back down and I'll bring the other one back down. No, no, you're going to drive, yeah. You can drive. Yeah, I like how it took you a long time to, to yeah, think through you that can drive process. Listen, what do you want? Starbucks coffee on the way? McDonald's? Sorted me. I don't drink coffee and I don't go to Starbucks. Oh, you don't, innit? You see, actually, yeah, yeah. That's just because you're cheap, innit? You don't eat much and you eat crap anyway. I mean, you exactly. don't eat anything decent and stuff. Yeah. So, um, but that's a nice I'm little. a cheap date. That's a free one, free one eight. Picked up a free one eight coupe, Sport Plus. 
Yeah. I don't understand what the Sport Plus is all about. No, I don't. I actually remember asking you this actually before I was looking at it. Like, yeah, well, I, said, I know it's a trim level. Yeah. And then there's the, the Audi what? Ultra? Ultra, the Ultra Editions. Yeah. They're yeah, just slightly but, more um, economical diesels than the normal but diesels. But then you wouldn't, why would you call, if you're going to call something Ultra, you want it to be like the top, so you'd, you'd, I'm thinking you'd want an RS, RS Ultra, not a, this is a more economical Ultra. Yeah, no, then they've in fact gone the other way and they've decided that their top spec cars are going to be called Vorsprung. What? Does anyone know what that actually means? Um, Germans will. Well, yeah, okay. We obviously won't because we don't speak German. Mm. Anyway, that was a, but yeah, the car that was a very actually. protracted introduction to the show. Our whole show is protracted. I was going to actually start by saying we hope you guys enjoyed last, I say last week, last fortnight's episode where we did um, the review of Fast and Furious, the review that nobody oh, well, asked for or cared about. Yeah, no one cares. Is the new one out yet? When is it coming out? I don't know. I think it's out in like China or somewhere because I've seen the, uh, all, all of the stars of the film have been putting up posts on their socials saying how many box office records it's broken in China or other places in the world. It's not out in England yet. so No, no we always get Cinemas have just opened though, haven't they? Like yeah, in the last couple of weeks, couple of weeks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I do. Well, I, 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 I am going to go and see it just because I think I'm in oh, need of a good laugh. You've seen so many. You have to, innit, Really. Well, yeah, I need, I need to have a good giggle at something. Yeah, yeah. So that will do, I guess. Oh, yeah. Giving that A4 will give you a good giggle. Yeah, give me, give me something else as well. Give me tetanus. Um, <laughs> Actually, you give me a laugh. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed that show. If you did enjoy that show, um, you, you, what you can do, and I'll remind you at the end as well, is you can go on to whatever platform you're listening to this show on. You can subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you haven't already, give us a five-star rating. We haven't had any reviews for a while. I know. Though. Say what you like in the review. These Don't are care. Shits. Just give us five stars. As we said before, it takes a lot longer to yeah. put together one of these episodes than it does for you to do that. I mean, I'm going to sit here with O, for fuck's sake. You have is, to sit here with me. Exactly. Even you agree with me. That's a lot of hard work. I, mean, I give you the content. I give you the content for this. I'm coming yeah. up with the you just sit here and read today. stats. That's I'm it. Giving you more yeah. than stats today. No, 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 no. I'm giving. You and if you're on Facebook, stats. no one gives a shit what you do in your life. Nobody gives a damn. Yeah. Just promote drivel. That's it. Channel, That's you channel your energy. Or you know what? Us. If you are going to tell people about the useless shit that you're doing, just add a drivel story on there as well. There you go. You can still tell people the crap that you're doing in the day and just add the drivel post and promote drivel on there as well. And if you do want to promote drivel, the other thing you can do, tell somebody else about the show. Yeah. Just tell someone else. Tell them how to go and find it. Make sure they don't con confuse us with the, the other show that has a picture of someone's face. That's how you know it's ours because one, it's good. Two, you know it has multiple episodes. And three, not one of our faces is there as the logo. If this guy was as like awesome and as many followers as he said he would I would have expected some to have like leaked over to he's us quite, he's and quite we haven't big. had anything so he doesn't uh, clearly nobody's really listening to him he's quite big to be honest as in he's got a big social media following not necessarily just on his podcast he does lots of other crap as well I don't understand why or he how, is a bit of a yeah a little um, bit we'll, we'll do another episode on that we will that we'll go into that at some funny. point but today's episode yeah, I feel like I want to do Actually, a drum listen, have a drum what's up the Fiat, the, the Fiat Ponto, a brath. Oh God, we're not having this conversation again. Listen, that would be a good buy. You know that. Goodbye. Bye bye. Okay. No, goodbye. not goodbye. That would be a good purchase to buy. You know how rare they are. Right. So let's bring the listeners up to speed on this. You sent me a message earlier today with a picture of a was it an a bath a, a bath grande Ponto Ponto a bath grande Ponto Evo I think it was no turbo so whatever right? I think they put I think they put out about three hundred brake. 
it's irrelevant how much brake horsepower they put out. When was the last time that's you saw one being driven? These days. When was... That's because they're so rare, mate. Right, there's, there are two reasons why cars are rare. First one is the manufacturer has decided that they're going to produce a limited number of them. You know yeah, where that whole supply limited. and demand thing and the demand outstrips the supply. Yeah, Supplies are looking to capitalise on that. They've right? done it properly. Not like fucking stupid Audi Mercedes just give a special limited edition because they give you a shitty interior colour. Or right, we're going to go special edition. But, but, and but, people but, like you cream over it. Well, you a special edition. Right, okay. I'm not sure why I'm going to have to now explain to you how you do your job as a car trader. Those special editions that are rare, as much as you don't find them exciting and even I don't find them exciting, the general car buying public do find them exciting. You've just now insulted pretty much your entire customer base. They are twats though. I need a fully loaded, mate. I need a fully loaded. Do you even know what fucking fully loaded is? (laughs) Name me the list of fully loaded options that you can get in the car and then I'll find you one that's fully fucking loaded. (laughs) Fucking twice half of these people. They don't know what fully loaded means. So if any of you guys do want to buy a used car... What are you going to do with your car? Stand there with the windows open and show everyone it's fully fucking loaded. If you want to buy a used car with a side helping of charm, charisma, salesmanship, and, well, impeccable service, then um, may I introduce you to O's... Listen, the car's cars cars What what, what is your car trading company the car trading company is called LSP Vehicles Limited LSP Vehicles so listen the vehicles they got off me are tip top it doesn't matter about the service you can see me for five minutes take the car the car's not going to be in trouble there's no time in the history of the universe where I've ever heard a car being described as tip top why not what is it Tip top. What yeah. are you? A 70 year old gentleman who wears a top hat. Well, I am when someone's buying a car off. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, to go back to the point about this Abath Punto, right? The, the, the one, the two reasons why cars are rare one is because manufacturers create rare or, or produce rare limited numbers of them and therefore they take advantage of supply versus demand. And in the case of the Abath Punto, mm-hmm. People just don't fucking buy them. Supply outstrips demand. There's not a lot of them. That's why. No, no. People don't buy them. Even though there wasn't a lot of them, they may have only made 500 a year, but only like 200 a year were sold. And that's the other reason why it's rare. It's that's not, the I don't have a four-court space at the moment, otherwise I'd buy it. If you, didn't have, if you had four-court space, you'd buy it. Yeah. That thing, I guarantee you, if you'd bought it, would just occupy four-court space for a very long time. If you want stock you that's going to sell... That if you want to buy it to drive... By no, all no, means. No, I don't want to buy it to drive. No, no. Well, so you don't want to drive it, and you don't, and you want to buy it to sell. I don't like it. Like it. See, it, it, doesn't look, it doesn't look too bad. Anyway, so can I get on to what we actually want to talk about today, please? Yeah, but to be fair, I warn you now. I'm just going to be interjecting every bit. So no, this is really actually quite an exciting episode. I would say it's it's, it's different to the normal one. I know the last episode was different as well because we decided to do a film time. review for some unknown reason. I still don't know why we did that. That was alright because you weren't really reading off a sheet crib sheet, but. Statue. I've got notes. I had yeah, notes last, know, week, so last week, last week, last fortnight as well. Have notes. No, no, this, this, this is an exciting episode. But before we get to the exciting episode, fucking up. <laughs> hey, twenty minutes may have passed, but the disclaimer oh, is still a really important days. part of the show. Remember, when I get home, Mrs. says, "What takes you so long?" This was Merce to put a fucking disclaimer in every single time. If we took that out, we'd cut the show by half. We would not. If we took out you talking about. Grande Punto Our Bath Evo Turbo. Listen, that is that driven. shit is irrelevant. That is driven. That is what we're about. So that I'm adding value to the show. You, I don't know what you do. I'm protecting us from what? 
from people taking what we say as consumer advice. But they can't do anything because we're not registered company. We're not public. We're not on the no, stock exchange. No, I know that, but we're I still floated. But I still they can't do shit. To, they don't even know who the hell we are. Right. It may, there may be some first-time listeners, one or two first-time listeners to today's show. And if you are a first-time listener to the show and you haven't heard this before, we are not professional motoring Listen, journalists. okay, before we do that, yeah, when you listen to do this Do you know episode, why it takes so long? It's because you interrupt me every two can we, seconds. Listen, can you set up a poll on Instagram? Um, okay. I think I can. Or if we can have people comment or email or whatever. I can set up a poll on Instagram. Send us a message and please, if you would like this waste of time, yeah, <laughs> freaking, what's it called? A disclaimer. A disclaimer <laughs> to continue or if you would like to see it scrapped, please. Okay, Just fine. let us know what you all think. Right, and right? then the people win. Whatever the people decide, the people win. Um, no, they, they're never going to win. It depends. Let's see what they say. Well, in the meantime, you're just breaking the microphone stand. Oh, cheap shit you got here, isn't it? It's not... I'm going to have to give you some of my profits and then we we'll have to buy some proper stuff. Yeah, there you go. I'll tell you yeah. what, that's what you can do. For your profits from LSP, you can use it to buy... See what I mean about Mo stand. not being a pro? Me? Why are you fucking around with the microphone stand? It was set up completely right, fine. I'll just sit here and hold it. I'll hold it. I'll hold it. Shit. Right, and make sure the microphone does not go <laughs> inside Listen, your mouth. I can't bid and hold this microphone shit together, man. Come on. <laughs> just oh, let it, my just days. let it drop. The this is probably the most fine. amateur show you, you've it's ever so done. So frustrating watching you do this. Right, so you are right. completely proving my point as to why the disclaimer is valid. We aren't professional podcast hosts. We aren't professional motoring journalists. Not your equipment, we ain't. We aren't, we aren't professional car testers, car races, or nah, reviewers. No, nah, no, nah, come on. Give us some credit. We know how to test a car. We, we test the car. We test drive the shit out of it. Yeah, but we're not come professionals. On. Says who? Okay, what makes you a professional? You do it for a living. You get paid by someone to do it. We're doing this for a living. Have you paid me? No, 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 no. Living does not mean getting paid. It does to me. How am I going to live off nothing? I'm giving you money to clean the Audi. That's fine. Tell you what, every car I get, I'll pay you to clean it. There you go. There you go. How does that that define? So, I'm according to my own definition, I'm now a professional car cleaner, but that's about it. Give yourself a bit of credit. That does not entitle me to call myself professionally motoring journalist. And as you'll shortly hear, and you probably heard in the last episode as well, you may hear the sound of a vacuum cleaner in the background. <laughs> that's the cleaners that we've got. That's the cleaners that are coming through outside the studio where we're recording. Um, and, and they don't stop for anybody, to be fair. They're professionals. They, they are, yeah, they, they are. are they don't stop. They don't they stop. They see us every week, but they don't stop. Yeah, meanwhile, you're still fucking around with your microphone. So I think we've somehow done a disclaimer of sorts. We're not professionals. Don't believe everything we say. Listen to us for entertainment. Blah, 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 blah. End of disclaimer. But I am going to do the poll, actually, and see show. if people still want me to continue doing this. Oh, no, we're definitely doing the poll. No one wants to continue doing this, mate. Right. Are you done? Have you fixed your microphone? I think so. Yeah, is that okay? That's all yeah. Yeah? So now I'm going to have to like, fix this in the edit afterwards, am I? Fix what? Nah, leave it in there. What does it Leave it in there. It's no, fine. Only if people can hear you. Yeah, if of course they can. Audible, I can still hear me. Fun. Yeah, leave it in there, man. We don't mind. Listen, you're saying we're not pros, so stop trying to make it sound professional. See, you're, you're an oxymoron. You can't you can't say you're professional, you're not a professional, but then try and make something professional. There's a leave di- it as it is, difference mate. between being audible and being professional. Ah, it's audible. Don't worry. They'll be fine. Right. Anyway. Shit, the chair's about to break now. Should, oh, my oh. God. Stop breaking the studio. Shall, right. I, shall I tell people? Oh, the what? studio. Oh, this is our studio. Actually, this is our it? studio. Absolutely. It's our yeah. studio. Yeah. Actually, it is a fucking nice studio as well, isn't it? <laughs> it's better than any other studio right, you're going to get access yeah. to. Yeah. It's better than the A4 you're going to drive home in. I'll tell you that. Well, there is <laughs> that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, we are talking about a proper road test today of a proper car. I say a proper car, 
it's that's probably you do it, no. We've already done the Crossland X. Oh, okay. I don't know why I've been given another one. It's just as bad as the first one. I'm not going to go into it again. Um, but the car I'm talking about today is a little bit controversial. controversial. Not necessarily the car is itself. It, is, it the, is it the Grand Ponto above? No, it's not that controversial. Oh, okay. It's controversial. We've spoken about these types of cars before, and this is where manufacturers do about, the. Okay, so I guess because we don't actually because we don't actually. Well, I never discuss with you what I'm gonna. No, no, no. Clip, so you because I make my shit up most of the time anyway. You do a bit of research, but I don't know what. It's, right, but controversial. So, so, so it's controversial for the reasons that where we talk about fake badge wankers, and sometimes we accuse the manufacturers of doing the same. Oh, so it's going to be a German. Okay. Yep. So yep. it falls into that category. Controversial because of fake badge. But how can wait? I think we've we've we've. I don't know if we've mentioned this car specifically, but we've certainly mentioned this manufacturer and their free and loose use of certain badging. Oh. Pick one. Oh, okay. BMW ain't too bad. What do you mean they're not too bad? Every fucking thing has got it's an M badge on it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's going to be BMW or Mercedes, really, isn't it? But okay, if I had to choose between the two... Which is what we're asking you to do. Stop building in so much suspense. Mercedes, stop Mercedes are wankers when it comes to that. Yeah, they've just... They, they've diluted their badge. And you're right. It is a Mercedes. Man. So, um, the car or cars I'm going to be talking about is the um, new for 20... Well, I say new for 2020. Oh, it better not be what I think it's going to be. It's a facelift C43 AMG. C43, okay. C43 AMG. And I'm going to be comparing it to a car that we both think is a real AMG, which is the previous generation C63. Um, I actually thought... I thought you'd throw the the freaking A-Class in there. The A-Class. The A45. Not well, the A45 or the A35? the A35. I think both of them are chav meisters. I cannot stand them. Yeah, you know, we, we know. I love to burn them every time I see them. I cannot stand them. <laughs> no, no, but we're talking, we're talking a class up, we're talking the C classes. Okay, well, before you get into that, you need to explain to them what the C43 is and what else is available. Yes, I will do. So, the C43 is the, uh, I guess, it's it's what. People lovingly refer to it as, as as a baby AMG. So you can get a full fat C63, which comes with a four liter twin turbo V8 engine, 500 something horsepower, yeah. lots of torque, um, swollen kind of wheel arches. The proper bumpers, AMG. Proper AMG. Yeah, yeah, proper AMG. The C43 is the, the one man's. below that. It's branded as an AMG. It's got the same uh, naming convention, i.e. a letter and two numbers rather than three numbers, which is what Mercedes normally do. And it's got an AMG badge on it from factory. Which is a red, well, okay, from factory. But yeah. it doesn't have an AMG body kit. The body styling is exactly the same as a normal C-class AMG, AMG line. line. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, I'm surprised you don't see people with the AMG line badge on there as well. Well, yeah, put it put it onto their SE version. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the, with the exception being that the C43 comes with quad exhausts from factory, genuine quad exhausts. Okay. S- slightly different design to the C63's quad exhausts, but quad exhaust nonetheless. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the only visual clues that you're looking at a C43 AMG versus a C200 diesel, for Is example. Is the quad exhaust? So is there no so is there no difference in the bodywork design then? No, body panels are the same. 
Um, obviously, with these cars, there's multiple different wheel designs to choose from. Yeah, yeah, that's irrelevant. That, that, I don't yeah. think that and you can put C33 wheels yeah, yeah, yeah. onto the C200 and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that, right? I, that that isn't that isn't what does it. But what is under the hood? What is under the hood is not a one not- man one engine AMG proper engine. Do they, do they still hand build them? They still do. In the in the full fat AMGs, they still do. Even the A45, that two litre turbocharged engine is a hand built AMG engine. Serious? Yeah, the A35 isn't, obviously. And the C43 isn't either. So it has a a, a three litre V6 twin turbo. The C43, now, the C43 yeah. has a three litre V6 twin turbo. It's in, it is not an AMG engine. See, here's okay. So when you say when you sorry when you say it's not an AMG engine, so what's the next what's the next one below? What's the top of the range C class that doesn't have go an into AMG, the AMG badge on it? Yeah, it'll yeah. Be, engine wise, engine wise, it'll be a, <coughs> it'll be a C three hundred. I don't know if it's called the C three fifty. Which is a what? A two point five? No, it's effectively it's a, it's a two liter four cylinder engine. Um, turbo, and, twin and turbo, with or without hybrid assistance, and they all have turbos. All engines have turbos these days, just because there's no naturally aspirated engines anymore. Yeah, that's true. So, so, so the largest engine you can get below the A, the C forty three is a, a two, two liter, liter, yeah, turbo, twin turbo, turbo or turbo. S- uh, it'd be, I think it'd be a single turbo, single turbo. But it's not a performance two liter like in the A forty five. It would just be a normal humdrum kind of yeah, hundred and eighty. Yeah. And then what power. do they do to the C forty three engine then? What do they do? It's what t- makes it different? It's, it's a six-cylinder rather than a four-cylinder. Okay. V6, twin-turbo. So it's twin-turbo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a bigger engine. But do they use so, but do they use that anywhere else? Yes, they do. In what? They do use it in the E-Class as well. So the E there was an E43 AMG as well, e- which has been replaced e- with... E43, when was that? Um, in, it's like 2016, 17, I want to say. Was it? Which was then replaced with the E53, which is also... Fifth, when did, hang on. So it used to be E55. Yep. Yeah. And then an E63. And that was, I think, in two generations, wasn't it? Or did it go E55, E63? It went E55, then E63. So where did the... E55, E53 come from? Yeah. The E53 is in the current generation. Is it? And it's the same thing. It's the baby AMG. So it's not an AMG engine. It's not, it hasn't got the AMG body kit. But why you... It's got the V6 twin turbo engine from the C43 with hybrid assistance to give it a bit more power. And it's an E53. By why all don't accounts, you just call it an E500 then? Why do you need to put an AMG freaking badge on it? I say by all accounts. I'm about to tell you what the engine is like. So I won't go into it. But yeah, yeah it's it's not... It's a marketing exercise. And actually, do you know what? This isn't the first time AMG have done it. And the purpose of this episode for me, and I mean the question I want to answer at the end of the show is, is the C43 a real AMG? So I'm not going to conclude on that now. I'll do it at the end. But this isn't the first time Mercedes have done this. So in the C-Class variant, if you go back three generations, Mercedes initially had a C36 AMG. C36, yeah, the box... C yeah, it's a W202. Yeah, 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 the yeah, box yeah. One. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was a C36. That was a bit of a fake AMG as well because that engine, which was a V6 engine, did not was not a one man one AMG engine build. So, is, so is this what your is this your definition of a, a true AMG engine? Is be hand built? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be built in the AMG factory on the AMG production no, okay. line. Okay, and it wasn't. Well, let's say let's let's say it's got to be built in the AMG factory, whether it's hand built or not. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. 
I'm skeptical about how much of it is hand built. Yeah, and I don't get. I don't get. I, I think it's the final assembly happened by hand. Maybe, but even still, right? I don't. It was hand built, so what? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Do you but, get me? And but, but it wasn't a. If you're not efficient enough to make it by machines or whatever, you got someone hand building it. Then what? What is that? It's not adding any value. But exactly. But essentially, these engines weren't designed by AMG and weren't produced in AMG factories, okay, okay. regardless of manufacturing method. So the C36 and the W202. So this is like mid 90s. That wasn't a full proper AMG. It was then replaced though with the C43. That was a 4.3 liter V8 at the mm -hmm. AMG factory in 1998. And then again, right, in the following generation, AMG's or Mercedes marketing department went to town because that following generation had three, believe it or not, AMG variants of the C-Class. Yeah. There was a C32, which was a supercharged V6. There was, get this, a C30 CDI AMG. AMG did a diesel. Shut up. Yep. It was short-lived. It was three years um, sorry, a two-year production span, and it was actually a five-cylinder diesel, which is very odd. Five-cylinder diesel. Five-cylinder turbo diesel. Yeah. Make that. You know what? The C thirty-two. That shape generation of C classes was the worst. That period of Mercedes making the C class, the E class as well, with the oval. But yeah. Reliability like, and rust. What both the, massive issues. Just design alone, mate. It's like what the hell were you? What were you thinking? Yeah. Then eventually, that C class saw the C fifty-five which was the 5.4 litre V8 engine, which then appeared in the Fast E55, SLK55, SL55, everything that was 55 badge. They had supercharges to it in some now, cars. SL, now, an SL isn't... That, that, I think, they've never made a bad SL. Yeah, I agree. The, the original one is the original one, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, the SL is a nice-looking car. It is a nice-looking car. Um, so, yeah, so, so look, AMG, or, sorry, Mercedes, have a bit of a reputation of... Throwing the AMG badge around, but you know why? That's because there's enough people buy it. Yeah. Exactly, they know. Listen, this twats out here don't know what they're buying. They see a badge, and that's what they're gonna buy. Well, yeah. Or and want it fully loaded, and then they think it's fully loaded. And and actually, do you know what? To be fair to the fully loaded gang, these are they, they from a spec perspective, you do get more standard equipment than you would do on do an AMG line car. Can, and it's just a, a way to, for people in for the, the showroom to spend For the fully loaded gang, can we, can we, what, what, did, what, what, what do you need in a car? What to you is fully loaded? I'll tell you what I need, yeah? I don't really need leather seats because they're fucking uncomfortable when it's hot, okay? I'd rather have the Alcant Al Alcantara yeah. seats, yeah? Alcantara seats are sometimes an optional extra over leather. They're yeah, exactly. They're nice. Like. Leather, I don't, leather's not very comfortable, you know. Not in a seat. But all I need, right? Not in a seat. Where, where is it comfortable? Not in a car seat, sorry. <laughs> even, even on sofas. You prefer it on your mask. <laughs> <laughs> I need decent stereo. Yep. Aircon. Yes. That's the given most, uh, yeah. most cars nowadays. And by this decent stereo, I mean it's got to have DAB and a nice sound, yeah? And DAB, I, I think, is pretty much standard fitment on most cars. It's not, you know. Is it not? Nah, DAB is not. They charge you for that shit. Wow, that's bad. Yeah. DAB, no, sorry. Decent stereo, aircon. I don't even need sat-nav, mate. Well, no, no. Sat-nav is pointless. Sat-nav is, is pointless. Essential. That's it. I'll tell you what is essential, though. Oh, you don't need... a new car, Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. And that's yeah, why you don't yeah, need sat-nav. Guess... Because you plug your phone in and you can just use Google Maps. But then that comes under having a decent stereo, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the infotainment. Yeah, decent infotainment system. You're not going to have HK system. or B and O, and then have no like Google or yeah, and, 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 and integration. I think, I mean, yeah, 
we we drive a lot of what I would call ordinary cars. That's the yeah, main. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's the main theme of the show. That's what we do. Yeah, the Kias, yeah, yeah, the Fords, yeah. the you know the, the Korean stuff, the Vauxhalls, and what have you. Um, and they all come with the Quattro's Apple coming CarPlay up. and Android Auto. Oh, sorry, you get excited because it's yeah, something yeah. coming up at auction. It's probably going to go well over cap, but yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, the, 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 this is my argument. Yeah, people pay over the odds for shit they don't a know, b use, c need. Okay. Yeah, no, fair, fair enough, right? But and they want to buy it on a budget as well. There's nothing wrong with wanting everything. You just got to be a bit realistic. Yeah. So anyway, right? Not not the first time that that AMG and Mercedes have, have kind of pulled the wool over people's eyes with their badges. So the C43, right? Let's just get some of the stats out of the way, Go comparing on. it to the C63. So the C43, 385 horsepower. Yeah. Quite a lot, um, and it's got 385 pound-feet of torque as well. 380 what? 385 pound feet of torque and 385 pound feet of torque. Yes. How, where do they call this? 385 pounds of meat. Physics, my friend. Physics is what that is. The W204 C63, so the previous generation, and the version that we are comparing it to is the performance pack version, because that's the one I've got access to be able to drive. It's my own car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that actually has 485 horsepower, so it's 100 extra horsepower over the C43, which is a significant uh, oh, amount. Oh, are we taking that up on Friday? Because I haven't actually opened that up yet, you know? Yes, you have. No. First time you drove it, you opened it up. No, what are you talking about? I was on the A329. There was no space to open it up. The speed that you were tra- traveling at would suggest that you did have space. No, no, no. We can no. debate that later. That we're, wasn't open. We're 37 up. minutes into a show that we haven't actually got to the main bulk of what we're talking about. So maybe we should carry on with the show. No, no. Um, 485 horsepower, 443 pound-feet of torque. So more torque, more power, about 100 more horsepower. Okay. Right, so power and stats out of the way, right? First impressions, exterior, the older car, the full-fat AMG is more aggressive. It's got got swollen arches. It's got, you know, bigger tailpipes. The performance pack version has red brake calipers. It's got a different bumper to the normal C-Class. It's definitely the more aggressive looking car, even if you're looking at an estate version, even if you're looking at Saloon, which is the the one that I've got, definitely more aggressive. The newer car looks very subtle. And the one that I drove was actually an estate version, which I, by the way, my favorite shape of the new C-Class. I think that's your favorite shape of any car anyway. I do, I do like estates. But the, the the vibes that this gives me... Wait, is that the one with the Cheshire Cat grin? With the slats coming down? No, no, it hasn't got it hasn't got the slats. It's got the the um, horizontal grill instead. Okay. Um, you're thinking of the full fat C63, which has the... Oh, that's full fat C63. Yeah. So what it reminded me a lot of... Do you remember when I sent you that link to the E63 Business Edition? Yes, which is a li- yeah, which is a limited which edition is the, which is in the, Germany. The normal man's so AMG. What, what they do in Germany is they made an E sixty three for what they for the business person. Um, so it doesn't, doesn't look like in your off. face and chintzy. So it's got the engine, like it's got it the suspension, from... it's got the brakes, it's got everything. Yeah, but it doesn't have the but body kit or the bumpers. Yeah, it doesn't have the body kit. It doesn't have the bumpers. It looks like a normal E class on nice. the outside. That is very nice. And that's what this C forty three reminded me about. Uh, reminded me of. Okay. You know, it's got the it's got a powerful engine. It's it's got the suspension. It's got good brakes, etc., etc. But on the outside, it looks completely unassuming. If you mm-hmm. were to remove three badges on it. The two badges on the side and the AMG badge on the back. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You would not know what it was at all, which I actually like and appeals to me. The interior. I mean, but on looks, I'm, I will say 
the old car that's, wins just because it's more yeah AMG. that's my only like, you know with the, the new AMGs and stuff they do look a bit chintzy they don't look yeah they do look a bit tacky where the new car wins hands down is the interior Mercedes at the oh. moment their interiors they, they have they are winning they've come a long way from armchairs mass, and wingbacks yeah. they've come a massive way they have, absolutely they have. the interior they still got the analog clock though uh, not in the C class, no. They're not. No, the E class does, but I don't think see this C class. Oh. did I don't believe it did. So they moved maybe, away from the maybe, analog. Maybe but you know this C class interior, beautiful. This one had um, dark red leather, and it was like a dark mineral grey outside, so it worked really well. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but leather color aside, you know, really nice steering wheel. Just look ambient lighting in all the right places without being what chintzy. No, no, but it was done in a really what classy the, way. Okay, what the fuck is ambient lighting? Ambient lighting, light what to is bring. It? What that, is it in a car? Sorry, light to when bring ambience to the inside. When you're driving, you're, 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 what matter? What, what does it matter? What the color of the inside is? Not about the color. It's the atmosphere it creates. What? I'm saying, you're driving me. You ain't got time to sit down an atmosphere and a shetsu and a rub down. You're driving. Yeah, but the inside of the car and what? the interior is objectively more important than the exterior this is the bit that you see more of but you're not going to be looking around looking at the mood lighting and thinking oh this is nice are you? by your definition the best fucking feature of a car should just be its windscreen the thing that you look through and that's that and the accelerator and the, you why do you look at the accelerator pedal no no, no you need that. that's a feature you didn't say anything to look at the I'm talking about aesthetics aesthetics the car interior aesthetics of the new C-Class if you're being driven around far better if you're being driven around like you're going to be driving me around on Friday (laughs) then I'm going to want to know what the interior is like and if it's shit I will let you know because I'm going to be sitting there and I'm not driving so my job is to enjoy the interior the other car that I like I I get access to and drive a lot is a relative Audi A4 convertible well there's that 2019 BMW right and whether it's a 2019 2020 doesn't really matter BMW interiors are fucking dull and you can't disagree with me there they're Everywhere. as good as they need to be. They do the job. What more? What more do you need? To, when you're driving, again, when you're driving, you're concentrating on. The what road. more do you want? What I, What I want is I want the interior of, of the Mercedes C Class. That's what I want. It's a genuinely lovely interior. I thought that would be somewhere that, where yeah. you'd agree with me. Where you'd go, yeah, the interior of the new Mercedes are nice. Instead, you've got a fucking pick and bone in every single thing I say. I don't just you? do it on purpose. I do agree. The Mercedes interiors are nice. There we go. Mercedes interiors. I'm are just nice. do it for content, mate. The older car, I would say, has. Well, the seats are like proper full-on bucket seats in the older car. Now, I'm a slender human being. You wouldn't fit in. A bucket seat's too big for you anyway, still. So, so I'm a, But even then, I find the bolsters are a little bit tight sometimes. So if you were a normal-sized human, genuinely mean a normal-sized human being, then I think you might find the, Actually, the, the yeah, old CC3 seats a bit constrictive. My dad's just got a C220 CDI Sport Avant-Garde. I don't think the car... The car's a bit confused because the logbook says Sport, but the car badges say Avant-Garde. So I don't know what it is, but it's got like those, the, the bolsters are a bit tight on there. As yeah, well. exactly. Now the new C-Class rectified it. Those seats are a lot more accommodating for all shapes and sizes, and they are way more adjustable. Both cars have got electric seats, but the new C-Class, you can adjust every single part of the seat. Um, thigh rest, headrest, uh, lumbar. I think they are 18 way adjustable or something ridiculous. Is there like any that. more space in there? Because one thing, I'm one gripe I have with the C-Class no. is it is actually surprisingly or shockingly small inside no I mean this was the estate so the boot is bigger but the rear seat space no it's the same it's marginally bigger mm. but not to the point where you'd go oh okay this is this is how much space I need well you are only about four or five so I don't think I'm tiny so it doesn't really bother me anyway so yeah interior new car is definitely the better car now 
let's get to the important bit, driving. First thing you experience when driving any of these is noise. And oh, yeah. if you hadn't realized already, listeners, the sound that you hear at the start of every one of these episodes is, in fact... From these, a fake AMG. Is not from a fake AMG. <laughs> that, is, that is the startup of a 2012 C63 AMG, the 6.2 litre V8 that we're talking about here, the old school AMG. And the sound of that engine cannot be replicated Um not by the new car at all. Not least because it's a it's got two less cylinders. But even the new V8s, whilst they sound good, turbocharged, they just don't sound as good as the old naturally aspirated 6.2 litre. Actually, if we take that on Friday, we'll make it in time, no problem. If I'm driving. Anyway, right, can we stop talking about our plans for Friday, please, and discuss them maybe after we finish recording? Nah, it's all part of the show, isn't it? Fuck's sake, you're irritating. Oh, you're such a fucking stickler, are you? Well, have to be because if we didn't, if you know you said at the start of the show, maybe I should do this solo. You'd never fucking get anywhere. It'd be two hours of you trying to oh, plan out the rest of your week. Two hours of absolute drivel. Of you trying to plan the rest of your week. Two hours of drivel. Then switch off. If we're going to change. Already. We're going to change the name of the show. You carry on like it's to scripted. It's not just because I have notes to refer to. No, no, but I like how you have to stick to them. You don't deviate. Anyway, or it annoys you when I. It do, <laughs> you annoy me. Generally, you annoy me. <laughs> yeah. Right, noise. The old car wins, no doubt about it. The new car doesn't sound bad, by the way. The, the, but it just it, doesn't have the sense of occasion when you start it. Doesn't, it doesn't pump it through the speakers, does it? No, it doesn't. Oh, okay, okay. So no, it doesn't so pump it through the speakers. they're keeping that real, okay. And the new car, well, I would describe it as it's a bit fruity. Can you stop fucking around with the microphone? You've already ruined it once. No, no, I'm just sitting back, so I'm pulling it closer to me. You always complain that I'm too And far then you're going to move your face forward and you put the microphone in your mouth as well. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, God, honestly. God, the stuff I have to deal with with you. You're such yeah. an anorak, ain't you? you got a Rolex. I try to relax. You make it very difficult for me to. Well, I just, no, no, I, I can I appeal for a new co-host? It is entertaining because I I know you and you, when you have a script or something, not a script, but when you have a set plan and stuff like that, because <laughs> your your life basically works on an, around a diary. So for people rota, who don't know, plan, Mo, yes. he's quite anal, so he plans things a year in advance. So any change, he comes out in hives and like has scratches and that. So. The reason I do most is just to watch his reaction and stuff we do because I love it. It's just fun. It's just hilarious. You're such a Because prick. I'm bored when you chat crap, I've got to do something. Maybe you should pay attention to what I'm saying and then give me your view without like being... Like I said the other day, whenever I ever listen to you. Yeah, this is true. It's not, and that's not the only time you probably said that. Listeners are probably thinking, yeah, nor do we either. If we haven't lost them, right, and they're still here, for wanting to listen to more of what I'm about to say, next thing is ride. Ride is the next thing that becomes very, very apparent difference between the new cars. Um... The new car, it's odd because it's supple, but it's also firmer. So it copes with bumps better, but it's, it just rides harder over them. Now, I think that's because it's fitted with run-flat tyres. And I, I, in oh, fact, I, I, I know it's because it's fitted with run-flat tyres. There's more sidewall. Um, it's got newer, more modern suspension. It should be more comfortable, but the run-flat tyres just ruin it. Just kill it. Yeah, they absolutely do. When it comes, you know, when you're on the move and it comes to like road feel, both cars are pretty, pretty standard. Mm-hmm. To be fair, um, the new car has four-wheel drive, and you can thank Audi for this because Audi have what? now convinced the entire world that you have to have, you have, to have Quattro. That's because most of the world can't drive. Let's be honest. Well, and they think it's safer for them. We said this before, though. I genuinely don't believe there is a discernible difference between front-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, and four-wheel drive when you are driving at normal road speeds. Hang on. 
Wait, I said this to you the other day when we were talking about tires, and I said tires make a difference. N- no, not not from no. the perspective of because you can go around a corner at ninety three miles an hour rather than eighty six miles per hour. Yeah, road noise and comfort, massive difference. That's the Listen, difference with tires. To an anorak like you, yep. yes, yes, but to eighty percent of the general public, no, there are absolutely not. There is a difference if you're going to go. Like if you're going to go to the extremes and you're going to fit forty pound ditch finders versus some good premium tires, then yes, there is absolutely quite difference. Do you know what? There is no difference. You drive a torquey, powerful front wheel drive car and you drive it like a twat. You're trying to tell me that if you put ditch finders on the front of that, you wouldn't notice that you'd get way more wheel spin than if you were to put decent tires on. Yes, I would, but that's because of the way I drive. Most people don't drive the way I drive. Most people do not drive their cars the way they're supposed to be driven. Okay, most people just sit in their car. Well, I put my foot down a little bit to get to the next lights, and that's it. As soon as the corner comes, ooh, but that'll slow make it, down. But that will make yeah? a difference with braking and stuff in the wet as well. Not a, no, 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 not a noticeable difference. This, this is what not a noticeable difference to most people. Not at all, because most of the time for braking is you thinking and hitting the brakes, and most yeah, people are not going to be driving at stupid speeds. Yeah. We're talking about we're generalizing, yeah, yeah. so we're generalizing. So, and I'm not talking, I'm not talking ditch finders. I won't, I won't recommend because the quality of those are probably crap. Yeah, but yeah. I'd, I'd go down as far as Kumos. Oh yeah, no, no, no Kumos, yeah, yeah. I'm Uni Royals. I'm with you there. Yes, um, yeah. there's a couple of others as well. I can't remember yeah, the name. Mid-range, there's a lot. There's some good mid-range tires. Falcon make a very, very good mid-range tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Um, what's the, what's the cheapest brand you can? Think of? What else came out with Kumo at the time? Hancock. Hankook's a good brand, you know. They come fitted as standard now to a lot of the Audis. For a long time, Hankook's been a good brand. I'd have Hankook no problems. Yeah. I, 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 by the way, I'm, I'm agreeing with you completely here. When you were referring to tyres, I thought you were talking about like Linglongs or whatever they're oh, called. Look, to be fair, right, even if you've got Linglongs on, let's say, 60% of the public, won't know any difference. Uh, everything, everything is, is, this, is this your way of saying that when you uh, have to replace tires on some of the used stock you have you'll put Ling Longs on Continentals it. all the time all the way around all of my cars I'm actually yeah? not a fan of Continental tires no nor am I they're very noisy uh, again yeah you've got to me again you've got to either sit there with no stereo or no nothing to listen to hear the road just driving at yeah. 70 miles an hour on a motorway I can tell the you don't do so you do 65 at 65 miles oh, yeah. an hour on a motorway you can tell the difference between noisy road tires and like non-noisy ones Anyway, no. we digress. I don't even know what I was talking about here. Road flats. Oh, four-wheel drive. So, so Audi's convinced the world yeah. that, that you need four-wheel drive. So the new car, the C43, comes with four-wheel drive. It's rear-wheel drive biased, though. So even when you're pressing on, you don't feel... It doesn't feel nose-heavy or understeery. It actually mm. feels quite good. feels well-balanced. Um, so I know it's good. And it does give you that a little bit of additional... Um, actually, reassurance when you're driving it maybe the way you shouldn't be driving it. Actually, if anyone needs four wheel drive, it's fucking Mercs and the AMGs because they can't handle for shit. Yeah, so actually, no, 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 probably- no, wrong, wrong, wrong. I disagree. They can handle for shit. This is a myth. Everyone goes, no, oh, the C63 is only good for going fast in a straight line. Bullshit. No, Absolute fucking bollocks. Have you found the limit of yours? Yeah, I have found the limit shut of yours. Shut up! I have. You have, to, you have to press your accelerator quite oh, early on. Now, here's the difference. Here's what I will say. My car has a limited slip differential fitted. Yeah, that makes but... a massive difference to the C63. The C63, having its reputation for going sideways everywhere, is as, a result, slip diff, but... is as a result of them not fitting a limited slip diff as standard. And you know how people say BMW M cars are driver's cars? Why? Because they come with limited slip diffs. No, you know what? 
a BMW will drive any BMW will drive better than any Mercedes. That's not true. Yeah, and, and I'm not talking about I'm not talking about driving. That is equivalently not true. No, no, it's is the the, the, the Mercedes new, drive the new, the is new horrible. And the new one series, a one one six i drives better than the W two o four C sixty three with a limited slip diff. Because you said no, any no, no, BMW equivalent, will drive sorry, 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 any equivalent, 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 equivalent BMW will drive better than the equivalent but in general BMWs drive ride handle better than Mercedes and they are much more comfortable yeah I don't know yeah. About that. yeah I mean oh, we can't use yours as an example because that's the that's thing but nah they don't. Mercedes cannot <laughs> it's true except for what you're talking about right here it's basically what you just said <laughs> no no I can tell you yours yours isn't comfortable yours is not comfortable not at comfortable, all no yeah, you're, trying to tell yeah, me yeah. Any, you're trying to tell me but the equivalent M3. M is the equivalent M will be more comfortable than the equivalent AMG the M3, you reckon yeah I know so. Well, in my opinion, sorry, I'm not going to say I know so, but okay. in my opinion, yeah, yeah, from what I've driven, definitely, definitely. And they, they always handle better than a Merc. Like I said, we'll find out on Friday when I take yours out, because I don't know how yours handles. How are you going to find out driving up and down a motorway? And, and what you plan to do? How, you, can't, you can't find the limits of performance in a car like that on a, on a public road. Forget legally and illegally. No, trust me, you can't. You can. You can't. You can. You can't. You can. Why you, can't you? You can't. There's just not. Of course, you can. There is not enough space. There is not enough yeah. visibility of what's coming around the corner for you to do things properly. There isn't. Well, you wouldn't be doing things properly. That's the whole point. No, when I say properly, as in if you really want to go around the corner as fast as you possibly can in a car. Yeah, right? on the road, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but but you want to you to find the limit of it. You're yeah. gonna to have to break that limit at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that on a public road because you break the limit, you come off the road, or you go into someone else. Nah, before Other you, people use these roads. Before you break the limit, you get to the limit, don't you? And you know where the limit is. Right, Mr. Mister, I have a telepathic connection to every vehicle I drive. No, but it's you not about you No, but hang on. So, you're saying, so, so how do you find the limit of a car then? You've got to break the limit to know to find the no, limit. No, of course no. Yes, no. you do. Because otherwise, listen, how do you know if you're 8 listen. tenths or 9 tenths or 10 tenths? So if you did that, every single F1 driver would be constantly just going off the corner he won't, because he's broken his limit. Yeah, what do you think they test laps for? To do what? What do you think they have test laps for? To find the to find the yes, limit of the but car. But they know when their car's about to go. You know if you're if you're driving, you know when your car's about to let Are go. Are you about to compare yourself to an F1 driver? No. <laughs> but that's drive when you're driving, if you're driving and you're paying attention, you know when your car is about to let go. You know when you're about to go too far. You know that I can't go any further than this. If you can't, then what are you driving for? To get from A to B, this is what ninety nine. There you go then. So the ninety five. No, no, but I answered, I answered your question to be annoying the way you answer my questions to be annoying. But if you, what do you mean? If you, if you don't know you're at the limit of your car, what? How? So if I'm driving down now, yeah, whatever A road, and I'm going around the corner, I know if I go any faster or any harder around this corner, the car's gonna go. How, how do you know that that's about because to you feel it? You what, feel what that in the feel? car. What can you feel? You feel the car flying on the road. But what do you feel? The grip. The grip, the grip, the, you, you're exceeding the grip, right? You're about to exceed the grip. You you're can about feel, to exceed it. You yeah, can yeah. feel some slip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can feel some slip. Not necessarily you're going to feel some slip. You could, you know, if I go any more, I'm going to slip. You've probably got about a percent or two there where you could go a little bit over and it's not going to let go fully. You are one very special, talented person, my friend. You don't have to be talented, but, but that's the whole thing of driving, though. You know, this is the problem. This is the thing that most people don't drive like that. So when it comes to all this performance stuff and shit like that on the road, the new, the Rimac, yeah, the new Rimac that's come out, 1.3 seconds, what, why? What, why do you need to get from 0 to 16 in 1.3 seconds? 
1.8 seconds is or something like that but it's sub 2 seconds no but that, that's an exercise Why in, you, my that's an exercise is, in what we can achieve that's what that is that's to show look what can be achieved with electric power it's nothing more than RIMAC basically saying look what we can do nothing but, else but again listen I, I, who wouldn't want an AMG or a, but again why when you're driving on the road if you if anyone who's got a performance car if they don't have the balls to take it to a track to use it for what it was made for don't buy one that's my point. You now you're illustrating my point. You're talking about doing it on the road. Why? What? What? What are you going to be able to get on the road? You just said take it to the track because that's where you genuinely oh, can that's what you find get, the limit, yeah, exceed the limit, the and track. then know exactly that's, what that's you're doing. That's where it'll be. Is that's yeah. where it'll be in its element, yeah. But it will still have a limit on the road. Yeah, yeah. So you can still find a it limit, have on, a limit the road. on the road, but that limit is nowhere near what the limit of the car is. No, no, I'm not saying it is. I never said it was. No, no, no. <laughs> you hang on. Let's go back to start the conversation. Oh, no, no. I meant the limit of the car in the environment that you're driving in. Not that's the limit of the car. Which is the limit of the environment, not the limit of the car. Yeah, no. I never said it was. But then you said, so you said, let's take that car on our road trip on Friday, yeah, yeah. which I'm still not agreed that I'm going to go on this road trip <laughs> with you on Friday. By the way, yeah. but you say you want to take that because you want to find the limit of the car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as in on the road. Well, I can tell you the limit on the motorway is 70 miles per hour. You the limit on an A road is 60 miles per hour. If it's a dual, if it's a single carriageway, it's 50 miles per hour. And so on and so forth. That is the limit of the car on the public road. That is not the limit of the car. That is the limit of the motorway or whatever. That's not and the anyway, limit would you of the like car. to know why I have a C63? Because of the noise. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, I like the noise that it Well, makes. it's recording now, so you can sell it and just listen to the recording. No, I don't want to do that. Because then I'd have to listen to you fucking. Every time I want to hear my car, I'd have to listen to your voice as well. <laughs> we completely went off on a tangent of you being a driving god, allegedly. Well, right, let's get back to something you were just talking don't about. Don't even drive it. Steering, yeah. the steering field. Because what you're saying there, in order to be able to have that connection with a car, steering feel is probably one of the most important things, as is tires, actually. Because if you've mm-hmm. got really shitty tires and you've got crappy steering feel, finding or knowing when you're approaching the limit of anything is really, really difficult to ascertain. Really difficult. And even you can't deny that. What's Shit that? steering feel, crappy tires. Oh, you can't, you know, anything can tell you anything. Exactly, right? No, no, no. Um, so the old car uses hydraulic power steering, which makes a big difference in terms of feel. Uh, as compared to electric. You know? as electric makes it feel even worse. You can't any feel anything. Any electric power steering, even the best ones, they don't match any hydraulic power steering. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. You had the courtesy to sneeze off mic, which yeah, is nice yeah. of you. It's good. I haven't got to edit that bit out. Um, so, yeah, the old car has way more feel, way more steering feel than the new one. The new mm. one's not bad for electric power steering, but you put them side by oh, side okay, okay, and okay, you yeah. can instantly feel it. Feel it yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. The, the minute you drive down the road, I've you done anything with electric power steering. You will yeah. have done. Anything new. We'll have electric power steering. Any of the new stuff that we drive, the Korean stuff, all those power steering is electric. Standard, no, no. But you won't notice on a car like that. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And that's why they switched to, power, to electric power steering. It's more efficient and it does the job for the 95% of cars. Okay. While you're still chatting crap, I reckon the, uh, the Abarth Grande is going to come up now and I'm going to do a live... I'm going to tell you how much this goes for now. Excellent. It will give my no, point, people. People will give nobody any context because they won't have an understanding of the market for it. That's why it doesn't. It's not for them. It's for me and you. It's fine if they don't. <laughs> it's fine if they don't understand two minutes of the segment, man. Um, right. Anyway, uh, what I will say: the electric power steering on the Mercedes it's better than BMW and Audi's standard uh, electric power steering. Is yours your BMW electric? It is, and it's bad. Really? Yeah, and Audi do the same thing. Where when you put it in sport mode. All it does is add artificial resistance to the steering. Why have they done that? Do they think it's going to be more they th- reliable? They think that's feel. That. 
So what, electric? No. No, no. Why did they? Why have they made? Electric why have they made electric stuff? Do they think is that? Oh, it's that? more economical, fuel efficiency, because the engine doesn't have to power the hydraulic pumps. It now runs off the battery in the alternator. Yeah. Fuel efficiency. That's a, that's one for it's, another. It's, it's gonna. It, it'll probably make what a one mile per gallon difference, but the These world has gone that way, and so they've gone that way. And I imagine that's the external reason. I reckon the internal reason probably be cost of manufacturing. I reckon we cost. But every time someone says an MPG, I just want to fucking slap them. <laughs> Because again, it's just like having something fully loaded. They don't know, they don't know what fucking MPG relates to in the real world. They just see some figure on a fucking book and then, oh yeah, I want that MPG. You're never going to get that fucking MPG, mate, because they did it in a test lab environment. And they didn't you, do it out in the real world. And have you seen now, literally every manufacturer... Is every, getting a claim or something yeah, against you Yeah, so, so yeah. VW were the first ones to be hit with Dieselgate or whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, now apparently Mercedes and everyone's Mercedes, like, every, Literally everyone. I think they're just doing it just to see if anyone else has done it or whatever. But I, my thing with MPG and the idiots that look at MPG, right? First of all, the MPG that's stated, that written down, you will never get that driving in the real world. Okay? No, no, no. That's just true. so we're clear, that's, true. that's done in laboratories, yeah? Test labs, immaculate conditions. With right? cheat devices now. Well, with cheat that. devices, or even without them. So you're not getting there. So you might as well take 15% off that straight away. Second of all, when you're out on the road, what affects your MPG? 101 things, like how much time you spend in traffic, how you drive, how you idle. How, most of it is down to how you drive. Oh, now, completely. if you drive like a granny, then to be fair, if you're buying anything that's under two litres, it doesn't really matter on the MPG. You're yeah. going to get pretty much the same MPG as, you, as you're going to get across the and range. And even if there's variance in terms of how much it impacts your wallet, it'll be minimal. It'll be minimal. Unless you're driving like 20, 30,000 miles a year, then exactly. you're going to start to notice. Then you might. But even then, if you get something that is a two litre this or two litre that, again, if you're going to drive like a granny, which let's be honest, people that think about MPG are going to do, again, it's not really going to make that much difference I wish to you. you wouldn't disrespect grannies. There are some pretty decent drivers who are the older female generation. I ain't coming from so, so I'm, I'm going to carry on stereotyping, yeah? But then if, <laughs> if you're then looking at, if you're looking at a performance car, and then you start going on about MPG again. You just sound, you, just, you make yourself sound even more stupid. You cannot look at a performance vehicle and then worry about MPG. If you want to about, worry about MPG, get the non-performance version. Well, you'll be pleased to know that my review of both cars does not talk about MPG in the slightest. Because I swear I would have fired you if it did. <laughs> I, no, no, jokes aside, if you would have propped up the MPG figure, I would have fired you. I don't even know what the MPG figures are. Mid twenty. People probably? stop looking at MPG. Consider things like how many miles you do a year, how how much of it is local driving, how you drive. Okay, and I don't mean you get a bit excited after watching Fast and Furious and come out and put your foot down to the next lights. How you drive affects MPG probably more than anything else. Oh no, it does. It absolutely does. So stop worrying about what well, MPG always got. It was 29 and yeah. this one's 31. Work on your driving style. Definitely. Definitely work on your driving style. If you want to improve your fuel economy, genuinely practice some like... Double clutching, granny shifting. Gra <laughs> <laughs> like, Google, Google something called hypermiling. It's a, it's a thing apparently where people who get very obsessed about it, mm. they uh, talk about different driving techniques and styles to yeah. be able to extract the most MPG that you can get out of the car. Well, if you, if you ask me, stop, you know what? Get a life. Yeah. Stop worrying about oh, it. You're yeah. about to spend 10, 15, 16, 20 grand on a car. Seriously. A couple of hundred pounds. Petrol not made of it. is not exactly. A couple of hundred pounds over the year. If yeah. that thing bothers you, then you shouldn't be spending that much money on a car. I know. You could probably negotiate that into the buy price. Exactly. Anyway, right. Um, what I will get to, though, is performance now. 
Harry, have you eaten into my evening, man? You, I'm eating into your evening. So yeah. the person who turned up and we started recording like an hour later than we should have done. Should Thanks. have started earlier then. Um, so the old car, the way it builds power, right? And for me, this is probably where we're getting to the, the AMG-ness. When you say old car, was this, was this turbocharged or supercharged? When did they no, no, stop no, the, as in As in the, 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 the older, the two I'm comparing. Oh, sorry. The, the C63. Yeah. The way that that builds power... When you pin the throttle in Sport or Sport Plus, it, there's almost like a, a, a frightening edge to it. It's like the car is trying to scare you, like intentionally. Mm. It is trying to intimidate you. It, it makes a huge amount of noise. The, the acceleration builds and builds to the point where it's quite violent mm-hmm. as well. And it's done intentionally. It's drama. It's out and out drama. It's a theatre, isn't it? It's exactly, it is a theatre. That's exactly what the, the C63 does. And and mm-hmm. I assume the newer 60, C63s do the same. Yeah. Um, I'm driven one. The old car, however, right, is not slow. Let me add, it's it's a very, very fast car, right? Mm-hmm. Both pile on speed faster than is ever yeah, necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. The newer car... Does and AMG was slow, nobody ever said. Yeah. The, a, the, the the newer, the C43, it doesn't have the drama. It has noise, and the exhaust makes pops and bangs and stuff like that, and <laughs> sounds fruity. Manufacturers think this is the thing that everybody wants. But, like, you'll pin your foot to the floor, and you'll be watching the speedo go absolutely mental into figures that it shouldn't be going into. But you're not feeling And at anything. no point will you go... Oh, that scared me. Or more yeah, a bit of adrenaline here. So on that, it's more linear than it is more of a, than a sledgehammer, isn't it? It, it, it is. It, it's it, it is a sledgehammer, but it's a constant sledgehammer. If that makes any sense, it, like it hits you, and then just keeps going. Whereas the older car, it like it goes and it goes and it gets more and it builds up. And just when you think there's not mm, enough, it goes okay, further yeah, and further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time you go further up the rev range, it just becomes more insane. Whereas Does the it, older are you car, just regurgitating reviews? I'm definitely not regurgitating <laughs> reviews. Whereas, whereas the, the new, the C43, kind of starts off insane, yeah. but not like batshit bonkers insane, just slightly insane, mm. and maintains that for the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess to your point, it's it's more linear in its yeah, behaviour. Really, yeah, yeah. And that, therefore, as a result of it, it's just less drama. Now, interestingly, right, the official 0-60 figures, and I think both of them are wrong, as I think you can you can beat them, the Why would you think you can beat them? Why would you think they're wrong? Because they can be beaten. The C43 official figure is... Grand Pontea Baths here. Go on. All right. The C43, this official 0 to 60 time is 4.7 seconds. It's quicker than that. It's more like 4.4, 4.5. Why have you timed it? Yeah. The older car, the C63, 4.4 seconds. More like 4.2. But what I will add... What I will add, you're getting very excited. The old car, rear-wheel drive, needs good conditions, almost perfect conditions. Because it's rear-wheel drive. Isn't it? rear-wheel well. drive. Yeah, Whereas yeah, the new car, four-wheel drive, right, you can get a much more reliable 0-60 time. Remember when Jeremy Clarkson did the CL55? Uh, no, what did he do? When he reviewed the CL, he didn't like, stand oh, and start. With it. He just he spun the wheels. He just spun, he just, yeah, half the tyres come off in the same spot. Yeah, I mean, he did that Three, to... Five. He did that to exaggerate his point. But his point was still valid. Um, no, and that probably, that probably is what happens when you take the launch control or the traction control off and plant your foot. It's an AMG, mate. That's what it's going to do. Oh, no, it has, it's it, not going to go anywhere. The C63 has race start. 
So um, you have to put. No, it no, no, but he took all of that. Let's take oh, away yeah, the race but, start and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but the, that's what the new, that more modern cars have race start and whatever. Well, yeah, and people are shit at drivers, so they need them. Well, you say that. I mean, who would ever use launch control for anything other than just to see how fast their car goes to sixty? Yeah, no, no. So, my point is, when you buy a car like that, you want to be doing most of the work, so you want to oh, see yeah. how good you are. Yeah, yeah, and at, so which point, you know, at which point you're not bothered if you hit 60 in 4.4 seconds or 4.8 seconds yeah, or 5 points. You know. It's irrelevant. Um, and, and so for me, I will say, not 60 on both cars. Let's just call it even. The difference is minimal. Really it makes no difference. Either, yeah. Where are you going to use it? Past 100, the old car is faster. That's where the sheer size and grunt of the engine and the additional horsepower really Probably. makes itself known. You know, that where you can tell 6.2 litres of V8 playing... Three litre V6 with two turbos. Yeah, that old C63 definitely piles on the speed past 100 a lot more easily than the C43. Okay. Um, now, the next thing is probably the biggest illustration of progress. So between these two cars, there's eight years, nine years. Yeah, C63 is a 2012. Mm-hmm. C43 was a 2021 registered car. Well, it's a fair bit of time, actually. So nine years, right? The difference in the gearboxes is worlds apart. Now, I didn't think... Oh, yeah. they, didn't, they never had the best gearboxes. I either. didn't think that the C63... So this is a facelift C63, which uses the uh, multi-clutch gearbox, the MCT, seven-speed MCT. The older C63s, mm-hmm. pre-facelift, used an older gearbox, which was crappier. I never thought this gearbox was bad, by the way. It changes gear absolutely fine. I thought it was quick enough. Yeah, sometimes when you want to downshift with the paddles... You've got to press them one more time than you actually need to. Yeah, it's a bit to my, dad, my dad's done that. It's not an AMG or something. My dad's does that, but I think they just, it's just, yeah, they just yeah. don't. So, so it's from that perspective I'd notice, but, you know, leave it in Sport or Sport Plus and do its own thing. And it's a very mm. good, effective gearbox. Also, I thought, the minute you step into the C43 and you drive it, even in normal, non-aggressive gearbox mode, the gear changes are... Instant, yeah. Instant, genuine. It, it's almost like it's in the next gear before it's out of the previous one. Isn't that what a double clutch gearbox is? It's does? not a double clutch, though. It's a nine-speed, normal torque converter gearbox. Actually, they've never had the best gearboxes in Merck, do they? Just, well, they just I, use I, standard... I don't, autos, I don't, know, don't, I don't know if this is a ZF or, or what, um, but that's what I will say. The gearbox difference and the efficiency with which it changes gears up, down, down two, up one, whatever you mm. want to do, the new gearbox destroys the old one and that is probably one of the reasons why the 0-60 time is so impressive on the new car Hmm. because you haven't got that delay between gear changes that you have in the old car oh yeah yeah, and then it's only like I I think it hits 60 in second this C63 does Mm -hmm. it's only one gear change but slight delay in that makes a difference to the yeah yeah, it does does. so one thing I will say about the new gearbox and, and, and a lot of these new gearboxes that change gears so quickly at low speed they can be a little bit jerky. Yeah, and this is no yeah. I think that I, I think that you can. Um, I don't think there's a way of avoiding that. No, I but, think because they because they're designed with such high tolerances. Yeah, that's what they need effectively to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To work. Uh, but but like on the move, and I don't mean driving it hard on the move. Just normal on the move. Mm-hmm. Once you're up to like 20, 30 miles around, it's changing between third, fourth, fifth, or whatever. Sure. Fine, completely fine. So you know, I tick in the box for the new car. There, gearbox okay. definitely. But drawing to the conclusion now, does the C43 feel like an AMG? No. What it feels like, a very fast, very capable C-Class estate. 
in this case, which is what it is, right? And that, for me, it's not a bad car. It's a very good car. Very, very good car. Yeah, but the fact that they call it... Now, here's something really interesting. So the owner of the car, who kindly let me drive it a number of times to test drive and get acquainted with it, they've got the Mercedes Me Connect app. Cool bit of technology. It allows them to check via their phone that they've locked their car, that their windows are up. If the alarm has gone off while they've been away, it will tell them. It, they can check how much fuel is in the car. They can set their sat-nav before they get in the car. They can set their internal temperature for when they get in and start the car at the right temperature. They can even see their tire pressure while the car's parked on the driveway. So if it has a puncture overnight, it will alert them to say, oh, you've got a flat tire before you drive off. Mm. It's pretty impressive stuff. Now, when you go onto the app, it tells you, it basically shows you a picture of your car and it gives you the model of your car. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the app actually refers to this car as? What? It refers to it as a C450 formatic. Huh? The C450 50. was the original name that was intended. Formatic. They had formatic ages ago. Yeah, it is a formatic. It's four wheel yeah. drive, right? But the C450 was the intended name for the C43. And then Mercedes decided, as a marketing exercise, to call it the C43 AMG. Oh. And the app reveals that because it sh it, it still uh, refers to the car as the C450. And I think over. we've got American listeners. Maybe they can confirm. In America, the C43, I'm not sure if it actually exists. And I think it may actually be the C450 in America. Oh, oh well, this one for our American listeners, yeah. So even Mercedes, if you were to press them on it, would tell you that the C43 is not an AMG. It's not an AMG. Despite the badges. There you go. You just educated a load of people on that. I educated a load of people. Probably, probably none of my listeners. Probably, yeah. None of my listeners are probably the in the market for it, to be fair. Or, I mean, and if they are, they didn't get to the end of that episode. No, no, no. They, they probably didn't. gave up at argument yeah. number one. You bored the shit out of them. Me? You. Yeah. What, no, happened, with, what listen, happened with your punto? I entertained them. It went for three and a half. Provisional. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's a good thing, man. In what, what, that what, do you think, what do you think the retail of one of those? I bet be? you that retails are over five. Okay, but it's a very rare kind. It would take a long time to sell. Yeah, yeah. Again, if you've got if you've got the if you've got the stock there, you can afford to. If you've got the space. Yeah, yeah. You can't really. Yeah, we can't really tie up. I can't really tie up three grand into it now. So uh, yeah, there we are. That's the AMG yeah. conclusion. Full fat AMGs are AMGs for a reason, and yeah. the the AMG lights are just borrowing the badge. Although the AMG gang will tell you the only difference between an AMG and an AMG line is the engine. So it's still an AMG. It's definitely not. The only case. the engine. I mean, it's not the, It's not like it's the centerpiece of the showcase of the whole thing. And it's not, by the way, that's false. It's not just the engine. The, if you were to stick that engine into a normal C-class, E-class, whatever it might be, the suspension would It'd not fall keep apart. Up. The brakes would apart. not yeah, keep yeah. up. It just wouldn't. Nothing would work no, properly. No. So there we are. We hope you enjoyed that episode. It was the first, that was the first... I hope they did, because I didn't. That was the first performance car we featured on the show. And that's thanks to one of our listeners. Well, that's only because you drove it, yeah. Yeah, otherwise, that's thanks to one of our listeners yeah, reaching yeah, yeah. out otherwise, and saying, hey, not... do, you to, do you want to test drive one of these? And we yeah. thought, great, that'll be an interesting comparison. So we did. So if any of you listeners out there have got any interesting cars, we asked, we said this last time as We're well. still waiting for Toyota to give us the GR. Look, fucking hell, everybody else must have driven it by now, Toyota. So why don't you just give it to us? If any of our days. listeners have got a GR Yaris, 
What? Do you know what? And I'm over the GR Yaris, by the way. Nah, man. You may not be. Okay, I I would love to test drive one of those. Yeah. I will say, if you've got anything interesting, and by anything interesting... Any Rovers? Even if it's a normal car, but you've got the latest model year... Right. If anyone's got a Kia Soul, I'd love to drive that. A Kia Soul? Actually, do you know what? I'd like to drive a Kia Soul. Kia Soul, yeah. It's just funky when they came out. Get, we could probably speak to yeah. Kia and get that anyway. Or if anyone's got a Kia Stinger. If you've got a Kia Stinger, I will pay you to drive that. Yeah? That's a that's, good that's, that's, a that's what I want. Kia do you know Stinger. what I want to drive? I mentioned this to you the other day. I want to drive the new Peugeot 208. Oh, fucking Specifically, specifically, I want to drive the all-electric version. Is that the small one? Yeah, it's a nice-looking thing. And I want to know if... Perk, you know the 508, 504? The one that you had previously. Yeah, the one. 504, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. 508, no, it was 508. 508. You know how I thought it said that that drove really well? Yeah. I want to know if they've engineered that same level of kind of drivability into the smaller 208. Because the 205 in its heyday was a good driving car. Must have, I've never driven a Peugeot. Um, and, and it lost its way. The 206 then got a bit weak and flabby. The 207 was just horrid. And then the first iterations of the 208 were bad as well. There were GTIs along the way. They were a bit shit. I'm not bothered about I driving a GTI GTA, version. Yeah, yeah. I want to drive just a normal just 208. A normal. And I want to see if it's interesting. And if it's if they've re- kind of in- injected some of that little city car Stop into it. magic into it. So yeah. So anything interesting, reach out to us. We would love to drive it. If anyone's got a Jensen, I wouldn't mind driving that. A Jensen Interceptor? Yeah. I don't think there'll be many of those knocking about. Oh, I bet you there's loads of them. People just don't, but the people don't drive them, do they? So if you're a fan of the show and you like us and you want to support us, let us drive it. Nova GSI? Anyone's got a Nova GSI and you can, I wouldn't mind driving one again. Do you know what I would like, actually? A Vauxhall with Corsa. No, no, no. I'm actually in the market to buy one of these for nostalgic reasons. Oh, God. Um, I'll find one for you. It was the first car we ever mentioned on our podcast. Do you remember? The Rover Coupe Turbo? No. It was my dad's car. Do you remember the Bluebird? The Bluebird. The Bluebird. I'm actually, you know what? I'm actually on the on the on the lookout also for a Rover Sterling or a Vitesse. Yeah. So so my dad had those, yeah. I was after any kind of Rover shit box. To be <laughs> fair, um, I would like to buy. Genuinely, would like to buy and keep in my garage a car named after a bird. A car named after a bird. A Bluebird specifically. Yeah, this Sam Bluebird. And I'm quite specific. I'd like to get as close as possible to the one that my dad had. If we could, you'll find it in Birmingham. No, I've really been looking, and there's, and I've, I've found an estate, but I would like a, uh, a white saloon, and his was a one point six. They only came in saloons, didn't they? No, they came in hatch saloon and estate. Did they? The estate was very rare. Um, I don't want the ZX Turbo or anything like that. Just a normal one point six Alex, I'd be happy with. Um, in white, yeah. If his, his was a 1988 model. 1987, 1988, 1989, I'd take that model. If anyone knows of one being sold, please do reach out and let me know. If I went through my... Actually, no. Do you know what I want? What's that? A G-Rage Ford Granada gear. So that's a 1989? 1989. Yeah, that's a very cool car. In green. Oh, that's the only colour they made them in, isn't it? Yeah, that. that (laughs) I know it's green you're talking about as well. It's like a metallic mint... Yes, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad had a lot of cars, but that one memorable. He had a couple of Mercs, but that one is the one, mate. We was on our on our like street estate when my dad pulled up in that Ford Granada gear, mate. People were like, what the hell? Yeah, the hell, did, mate. That was a bad boy car. <laughs> no, nah, she's too long to list. We'll do that another day. What happened to those days, right? Where our fathers drove normal cars, yeah. And they were impressive to people. Now, 
in order for people to be impressed by the car that we drive as fathers, yeah, yeah, yeah. for any of our, I mean, our kids are quite young, but when they get older, for their friends to be impressed, it will have to be some kind of spaceship Tesla okay. bollocks, right? Or, um, or a ridiculous, like, like M car, or, or, yeah, yeah, car yeah, or a yeah. Ferrari or supercar. Yeah. We used to be impressed by Nissan Bluebirds or Ford Granadas. Or, or Opel Manta. Opel Manta, yeah, stuff like that. Times have really, yeah, really no, changed. No, no. People's yeah, expectations of what a good car well, that's is. Deve- really that's that's development, though, isn't it? And you, no, no, you say that, but a Ford is no longer impressive, regardless of what Ford it is. And Ford makes some very, very oh, good yeah. cars. Well, a Ford anymore, is no longer yeah. impressive. Kia makes some brilliant cars. They're not impressive anymore. That level of car just doesn't. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. It doesn't do it for anyone anymore. No, yeah, the no. car market has just moved. And yeah, yeah. yeah Unless it's, it's German, you're not really taking people like oh. Yeah, they're, they're, and even then, there are a dime a dozen. So it has to be a special German yeah. car. But then that's that's what happens when like you have like I know it sounds silly but social media and reality TV and this kind of and shit YouTube cha- yeah and YouTube channels that, that make do. it seem as though this you is can buy a Lamborghini every yeah. week and then when you can just change its it. color every other week yeah, and yeah, you yeah. can change its exhaust every yeah. other week twats like Yanni that make money out of putting well I mean I would argue he's not the twat he, he's he's the he's well the, no he's he's very very smart he's the one making money out of it so you know kudos to him. Yeah. It's a lot of his customers. It's the other idiots that think, I know, I won't buy it in the colour I want it in. I'll buy it in a completely different colour and then I'll go and pay to have the colour changed. Yeah, and, and and I'm sure they will tell you, oh, no, I bought it in a, in black because that's a valuable resale colour. Oh, fuck off. You know what? People that think about reselling a car should be fucking buried alive as well. Right, no, no, but okay, let's go with the, the thinking here. No, I'm not going with that thinking. I've got a point and you're going to agree with it. Stop interrupting oh. me, you irritating fucker. Oh, oh. Right? Let's go with that for a second, that they're thinking about resale. Why, therefore, would you broadcast every single fucking thing you do with that car on YouTube where the world can find it? Oh, every man. modification you've done, every launch that you've done to 60, every time you've taken it on track. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All the wrapping that you've then done and yeah. removed and all the other yeah, shit yeah. that you've done to basically not treat that car to the level that you're going to claim you treated it when you... Mm-hmm try and resell it and actually you're not going to resell it you know what you're going to do you're going to go back to the dealer you bought it from, from and they're going to give you trade price on it anyway gonna, yeah, yeah no the dealer that you PCP'd it from you're going to put it back in yeah so don't yeah. you're saying that's excuse for because it ir- irritates you I'm saying it's not excuse because it's not even it doesn't even tie oh, yeah, up. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't it doesn't make logical yeah, yeah, sense yeah, yeah, yeah. with what your actions yeah, are. Yeah, because most people don't own it. No, no. But it's more with people that buy a used car. When they buy, a lot of people, their first instinct is, oh, what will the resale value be like? Mate, if you're worried about resale value, you go buy a £500 shit box. Yeah. And, All right? Yeah. And, and to, and to There's be two honest, things you spend most of your time in, your house or your car. Yeah. And, and actually, do you know what? If you're worried about resale value, this is what makes me laugh. With the majority of people, when they buy a car, they just neglect it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They put shitty oil in there or service it, double the servicing time. Yeah, service yeah. it on time. Yeah. yeah. You notice there are something Take wrong with it. Take the quick fit to, re- to service it. If you it. notice there's something wrong with it, get in touch with a reputable garage. If it looks like your tire, we've discussed tire pressure before as well. Yeah. And cars these days tell you if there's an issue with tire pressure. Yep. Don't just fucking ignore it. Maybe put some air in the tires. If when you're driving, it doesn't go in a straight line, Maybe Get you the need the wheel though. alignment yeah, yeah. sorted. You know, stuff like that. Don't mm-hmm. buy a car, neglect it, and then go, oh, I bought it in black with black leather because that gives me resale value. <laughs> that you just destroyed by driving into the fucking ground. ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, people, they don't, they don't know how to look after them. You, so, so you see, that irritates me about as much no, as no, you no, can no. irritate me. 
Mate, I, listen, I'm te- I just I do it for the viewers to keep them entertained, to keep them awake, because you would bore the shit out of them. Right. Before You're- we bore the shit out of them any longer, shall we say thank you very much for listening and thank remind you. them once again. Share, like, review, five stars. Maybe if we just keep it concise, they might do it because at Drivel Podcast so on Instagram, at Drivel on Facebook, and you already know where well, you can find Facebook's a bit whack because I'm not bothered with it, but Instagram is it. Yeah, absolutely. Right, with that, thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.